BridgeBank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to those committed to leveraging innovation to make the world a better place. BridgeBank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. BridgeBank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, it was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. We're going to spend this show talking about one topic that's always of concern to our state, water. In particular, the importance of groundwater. Now, groundwater is all the H2O beneath our feet, stored in soil, sand, and rock formations. These aquifers are critical to the state's water supply, but in places like the Central Valley, they've also been overexploited over the decades, causing some aquifers to run dangerously low and the land to buckle and sink. In response, the state and local water agencies are moving forward with a massive groundwater rescue plan. Here to talk about this is Carrie Klein of KVPR Radio in Fresno. Carrie, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you, Saul. So tell me more about groundwater and its importance to California, both in urban and rural areas. So in California, we really have two main sources of water, and that's water for agriculture, for drinking, for for everything that we use it for. You know, the first is what's called surface water that comes from rain and snow. And we store as much of that as we can in reservoirs. And then it's distributed throughout the state in this massively engineered system of aqueducts and canals that we've set up here. But as we know well in California, precipitation is unreliable. And in drought years, when there's not enough surface water to go around, big water users turn instead to these underground aquifers for water. And that groundwater use has been largely unmanaged and unmonitored for the entire history of California. Anyone with a well can pull up an unlimited amount of water for their home, for their businesses, for entire cities. And so over time, we've been vastly overdrafting those aquifers. And each year, we're pumping out some one or two million acre feet more than we replenish. So in response to this crisis, the state is trying to implement something called the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act, or SIGMA. Can you explain what that is? 
Yeah, it's a suite of state laws that were passed in 2014 under Governor Jerry Brown. And the goal is to balance out this groundwater use, to balance the amount that we're pumping with the amount that we put back in through recharge and other sorts of projects. It's given a very long timeline. The plan is to achieve sustainability 20 years from now in 2042. And where we are right now is that there are lots of you know local agencies who are submitting groundwater sustainability plans to the state. They submitted those two years ago, and they're beginning to get feedback on whether their plans are good enough to be approved for the rest of the Sigma timeline. So you've been looking into some of these local cases. Is there anything specific that water officials on the ground say needs to be fixed? So to recap where we are so far, the State Department of Water Resources, or DWR, they're sort of in charge of implementing Sigma. They've returned comments on a few dozen of these sustainability plans in Northern California, Central Valley, and the Central Coast. Only a small handful of them have been approved so far, and the rest, the state has pointed out deficiencies that need to be addressed before they can be approved. And one of the big themes is that the state doesn't feel that these plans will adequately protect water quality or keep wells from running dry. So, for instance, one example in Fresno County, one plan stipulates that as many as 25 percent of its wells could run dry before, quote, undesirable results occur. So this was one of the issues I spoke about with Paul Goslin. He's a deputy director with DWR and the head of the office reviewing these plans. What we'd want is to have them analyze better how they believe that any number of wells going dry without any mitigation measures could be considered uh, not significant and unreasonable. Among other issues, these plans were also dinged for not adequately addressing subsidence, which of course can damage infrastructure, like we already said. So how are local water agencies responding to calls for changes to their sustainability plans? So I've not been able to speak with all of these sustainability agencies yet. They're presumably scrambling to address these deficiencies, but I did get to speak with representatives of two of them. Both were actually pretty positive. You know, they say that DWR has been a pleasure to work with so far, and that although they're calling for a lot of changes, making those changes won't be impossible. For instance, there's Eric Osterling. He manages a sustainability agency in Tulare County, and he said they anticipated needing to make a lot of changes. It's just a part of the process. But his agency is important because Tulare County was ground zero for wells running dry during the last drought. And he says, yes, maintaining drinking water is a priority for them. We will be turning around and putting together a well mitigation program so those wells that are impacted from the continued decline of groundwater and potentially would be susceptible to going dry, we're hoping to help mitigate those kinds of concerns. I also spoke with Shelley Cartwright, who's with Westlands Water District. Westlands is important because it's the largest irrigation district in the country, and the sustainability agency that it manages covers nearly a thousand square miles of abundant ag land. Cartwright also agreed that drinking water is important for them, though her agency and the state actually disagree about how many communities are served by groundwater in their coverage area. Why is Sigma and this state master plan to deal with groundwater important for residents in communities, be it in the Central Valley or other parts of of California? A lot of places get their drinking water from the ground and not from the surface water. A lot of smaller, more rural communities have more vulnerable systems. You know, they have maybe shallower wells or they have few backup wells. Many of them have lots of homes with individual domestic wells. And so if the water table falls too low from this overdraft, these wells can run dry or become contaminated with pollutants. 
And so under Sigma, sustainability agencies are supposed to be taking these public supply wells into consideration. But many advocates have been concerned from the start that community voices are being drowned out by louder ag voices with deeper pockets. All right. That is KVPR's Carrie Klein talking about groundwater. Carrie, thanks so much for joining us on the California Report. Yeah, thank you so much. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. Support for the California Report comes from Stanford Medicine. Protecting your health and providing dependable care with safe in-person appointments and video visits. StanfordHealthCare.org slash AdaptingCare. Paint Care. Now with 800 drop-off sites in California where households and businesses can recycle their leftover paint. More at PaintCare.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Futures, focused on finding exceptional people and helping them do more for others together on the web at schmidtfutures.com. And that's the California Report for Tuesday, December 28th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Saul Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? It's history, it's people, it's unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! <laughs> 